0: Faith, Hope and Love, episode 178, the 25th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year C. This weekend's gospel is a little different and a bit confusing in many ways. I think the best way to clarify it is to see it as Christ teaching us a strong message by way of irony and contrast. It's a bit like this modern day statement, When I see all those people out at sunrise exercising and jogging and working hard to keep fit, I think to myself, that's great. But if only people put the same energy and discipline and training into their spiritual life, as they did with fitness goals and improving their personal best running rates, wonderful things would be done for the kingdom as well. Our Lord seems to be saying a similar thing. He sees people spending all their time, effort and craftiness to achieve well in business, in finance and work and the things of this world. But if only people put the same amount of time, energy and ingenuity into living the gospel values and exploring ever more effective ways of communicating his gospel, what a wonderful world it would be. This is Faith, Hope and Love.
1: As people face to face, no longer partly, but fully.
0: I am the salvation of the people, says the Lord. Should they cry to me in any distress, I will hear them, and I will be their Lord for ever. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Greetings everyone on this 25th Sunday in Ordinary Time. We unite our mind and heart to listen to God's Word. We come together as brothers and sisters in Christ, and so let us pause and reflect upon our sins in order to celebrate worthily the Holy Eucharist. Lord Jesus, you came to gather the nations into the peace of God's kingdom. Lord, have mercy. You come in word and in sacrament to strengthen us and make us holy. Christ, have mercy. You will come again in glory with salvation for your people. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. O God, who founded all the commands of your sacred law upon love of you and of our neighbour, grant that by keeping your precepts we may merit to attain eternal life. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Amos. Chapter 8, verses 4 to 7. Hear this, you that trample on the needy, and bring to ruin the poor of the land, saying, When will the new moon be over, so that we may sell grain, and the Sabbath, so that we may offer wheat for sale? We will measure out less, and charge more, and tamper with the scales, buying the poor for silver, and the needy for a pair of sandals, and selling the sweepings of the wheat. The Lord has sworn by the pride of Jacob, surely I will never forget any of their deeds. The Word of the Lord Praise the Lord, who lifts up the poor praise o servants of the lord praise the name of the lord may the name of the lord be blessed both now and for evermore high above all nations is the lord above the heavens his glory who is like the lord our god who has risen on high to his throne yet stoops from the heights to look down To look down upon heaven and earth. From the dust he lifts up the lowly. From the dung heap he raises the poor. To set him in the company of princes. Yes, with the princes of his people. Praise the Lord who lifts up the poor. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to Timothy. Chapter 2, verses 1-7 to Beloved, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions and thanksgivings be made for everyone, for kings and all who are in high positions, so that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and dignity. This is right and is acceptable in the sight of God our Saviour, who desires everyone to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God. There is also one mediator between God and the human race, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all. This was attested at the right time. For this I was appointed a herald and an apostle, a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth. I am telling the truth. I am not lying. the word of the Lord. Alleluia,
1: Alleluia,
0: Alleluia. Jesus Christ was rich, but he became poor, to make you rich out of his poverty. Alleluia, Alleluia,
1: Alleluia.
0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Chapter 16 verses 1 to 13 Jesus said to the disciples, There was a rich man who had a manager, and charges were brought to him, that the manager was squandering his property. "'So the rich man summoned him and said to him, "'What is this I hear about you? "'Give me an accounting of your management, "'because you cannot be my manager any longer.' "'Then the manager said to himself, "'What will I do? "'Now that the master is taking the position away from me, "'I am not strong enough to dig, and I am ashamed to beg. "'I have decided what to do, "'so that when I am dismissed as manager, "'people may welcome me into their homes.' So summoning his master's debtors one by one, he asked the first, How much do you owe my master? He answered, A hundred jugs of olive oil. He said to him, Take your bill, sit down quickly, and make it fifty. Then he asked another, And how much do you owe? He replied, A hundred containers of wheat. He said to him, Take your bill and make it eighty. And his master commended the dishonest manager, because he had acted shrewdly. For the children of this age are more shrewd in dealing with their own generation than are the children of light. And I tell you, make friends for yourself by means of dishonest wealth, so that when it is gone, they may welcome you into the eternal homes. Whoever is faithful in a very little is faithful also in much." and whoever is dishonest in a very little is dishonest also in much. If then you have not been faithful with the dishonest wealth, who will entrust you with true riches? And if you have not been faithful with what belongs to another, who will give you what is your own? No slave can serve two masters, for a slave will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to the one and despise the other, You cannot serve God and wealth. The Gospel of the Lord If only people were as eager and ingenious in their attempts to communicate and live the life-giving word of God and to deepen our love and to build up the values of God's kingdom, as others who use their ingenuity day and night, trying to make money or attain the prizes of this world, which do not last. Imagine if we were as shrewd, creative and ingenious, even scheming about the attainment of the treasures of the kingdom of God, which last forever, as those who chase after temporary, worldly benefits. It would be an astoundingly good world if as much scheming and crafty planning went into the things of the gospel as they do for get-rich schemes and corporate takeovers and political wranglings. If only people would give as much attention to the things which concern their souls as they do to the things which concern their business, their fitness or their comfort, they would be able to be such wonderful co-operators with what God is doing in the world. This appears to be the powerful message of the Gospel this weekend, and it certainly strikes an odd note. It initially appears that our Lord is praising a dishonest manager, but it's not really that simple. He's praising his shrewdness, his imagination in achieving his goals. He's praising his ingenuity, not his dishonesty. It's safe to say that our Lord had an extremely wary opinion of money, worldly wealth and earthly admiration. But unlike other religious leaders of his time, he did not teach his followers to remove themselves entirely from general society or distance themselves from ordinary people or business or commerce. However, Jesus also had a great disdain for money and material wealth as it was clearly not of the kingdom of God and so tainted by ungodly ambitions He taught his disciples to be very much in the world, and engaged with people, but at the same time detached from the things of the world. He also taught them not to put their hopes in money or worldly riches, as these would certainly not last. Luke's Gospel particularly addresses the powerful, influential and wealthy Gentile people of that time, who were wanting to be good Christian disciples. The short summary of this rather mysterious and intriguing gospel seems to be use your influence, your resources, your ingenuity and any earthly advantages as unsound and as inadequate and temporary as these things are compared to the true and eternal treasures of the kingdom. Use those things to do as much good as you can for the good of all and for those who most are in need utilize earthly and imperfect resources such as money and worldly influence for the purposes of building up the otherworldly and perfect values of the kingdom. As flawed as money and material goods are, if one must use them, use them for the good of God's little ones. Our Lord is addressing the way things were done in business and society back in his time, and it's not so different in this day and age either. He points out the way many people make friends in order to win favours and influence people to advance their own cause. For example, they throw great big dinner parties, they do each other favours, they make friends with and lavish their time and money on people of influence. They give favourable discounts to those whom they wish to make morally indebted to them in return. This gives them influence, gives them power and prestige. Jesus points out that the poor, the needy and the disadvantaged and the sinner do not have anything to offer such people. But these are still very dear to God's heart. God wants them to be included back in the community and to be brought in out of the cold. But of course the disadvantaged and poor have no way of influencing others. So they can't get back into society. They've got no practical way of getting back inside again. Our Lord points out that the poor do not have the resources to invite others to dinner, for example. Actually, they only have enough food to feed themselves, if that. And because they haven't anything to offer, they would be ignored and excluded by the influential who see nothing to be gained financially or socially from people like the poor. In this unfair system, the sinner, the poor, the outcast, they have no way of ever shaking off their past and the stranger doesn't fit in anywhere. People who cannot benefit others in some material way are unjustly treated as being worthless. So our Lord is offering a new vision that starts with their very earthly ways of thinking, but then turns it all on its head. Jesus is saying to his listeners, if you want to get in the good books of the ones who really count according to God's values, if you really want to gain the things that matter, then you need to ingratiate yourself with those who are closest to the heart of the king. And so, help the poor. Show mercy to the sinner. Give practical help to the widow and the orphan. Welcome the stranger. Practice true and effective justice. Include those who have nothing to give back because God has a very special concern for them. He loves them too. These people will be the first to enter the kingdom of heaven. And if we've helped them, the poor, the powerless, who are dear to God's heart, they will remember our friendship and kindness and vouch for us when we knock at the doors of heaven. They will say to God, we know this person. They helped us in this life, even though we weren't considered to be of any worth. God will then throw open the doors of heaven and allow those to enter into the banquet feast. It will be those who did nothing to help God's little ones who will find themselves locked out. For in the kingdom the people of power and influence are the blessed poor, the humble, the lowly. Our Lord is teaching this to his listeners not to make them lose hope but rather to shock them into changing their attitudes and using their many resources for the good of God's kingdom, and not for self-indulgence or exclusion. Also, the values of Christ are everlasting. They're about becoming an ever more loving, more compassionate, more generous and reverent person, shown through our care of God's people. And quite irrespective of whether or not they have anything practical to offer us in return, the treasures and awards of this world are not God's stock in trade. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Being conscious of the frailty of human nature and our need for God, let us bring all our needs before the Lord. That the church may seek out the lost, heal the wounded, and bring the good news to all. Lord, hear us. That those who govern us may be guided by God's wisdom, so that their work will bring lasting peace and justice. Lord, hear us. That those who are planning to marry may take part in good marriage preparation courses and entrust their love to the Lord, the source of all love. Lord, hear us. That in our community the peace of Christ may heal all that divides us. Lord, hear us for those who are ill and those who care for them. Lord, hear us. That those who have died in the peace of Christ may rejoice in eternal life, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us we humbly ask you to hear the prayers of the family gathered here before you, Lord. In mercy and love unite all your people. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Receive with favour, O Lord, we pray, the offerings of your people, that what they profess with devotion and faith may be theirs through these heavenly mysteries. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For in you we live and move and have our being. And while in this body we not only experience the daily effects of your care, but even now possess the pledge of life eternal. For having received the first fruits of the Spirit, through whom you raised up Jesus from the dead, we hope for an everlasting share in the Paschal mystery. And so with all the angels we praise you, as in joyful celebration we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You have laid down your precepts to be carefully kept. May my ways be firm in keeping your statutes. Let us pray. Graciously raise up, O Lord, those you renew with this sacrament, that we may come to possess your redemption, both in mystery and in the manner of our life. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks everyone for this time of prayer and worship. May God sustain you with his grace and love all this coming week. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Faith, Hope and Love, A Time of Christian Worship and Reflection, led by Reverend Paul W. Kelly. The texts used in this program are for the purposes of worship and prayer for listeners wherever you are. Prayers and chants are taken from the English translation of the Roman Missal, edition 3, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English and the Liturgy. Scriptures are from the New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989, And 2009 by the National Council of Churches of Christ USA. Psalm verses are from the Psalms a new translation copyright 1963 and 1995 the Grail England published by Collins. Prayers of the Faithful Robert Borg's Together We Pray E.J. Dwyer Publishers Sydney 1993. Mass in honor of St. Ralph Sherwin composed and sung by Jeffrey M. Ostrovsky Featuring the Gloria, www.ccwatershed.org Copyright 2018, Corpus Christi Watershed Faith, Hope and Love Theme Hymn Words based on 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13 Set to original music, copyright 1996 by Paul W. Kelly Production by Kelly Enterprises Resources May God bless and keep you.